For some reason, starting this episode and clicking record, out of all of the episodes so far, this has been an episode that I, for some reason, have been stalling, clicking record, and just getting on with it and talking about this topic which I think speaks volumes on some of the discussions and points that you guys have also thought about with this topic and also my thoughts surrounding this topic as well. Today we're going to talk about goodbyes and how weird they are, awkward, upsetting, or just invisible goodbyes can be. I think saying goodbye and accepting goodbyes is a skill that we somehow have to learn. There are positive ways of saying goodbye and there are more kind of upsetting or bittersweet pangs of saying goodbye. And that is what we're going to talk about today. You know, how do we say goodbye? What is it that makes a goodbye so weird or awkward? Like, why do we sometimes also procrastinate on saying a goodbye or writing a letter or saying final words? Like, what is so heavy about this concept that we do every single day? And also, what are the different ways that we often say goodbye. Some of us write letters, some of us speak directly, some of us are not that great with words, so actions seem to speak for a goodbye instead. We're going to unpack it all. Let's get into this scary yet everyday mundane topic. Okay, so just to start us off, there are different types of goodbyes and there are different types of changes that you will undergo in your life, such as, you know, maybe it's a more serious chapter of change. If it's moving countries or cities or even schools or workplaces, that change in itself obviously involves you leaving a social setting, which means that you are going to be saying goodbye to a lot of people, be it your friends or anyone that has kind of been a part of that social sphere. I am currently undergoing a big change. I'm moving workplaces and I'm going to be leaving a lot of people to meet new people. And I think for the past few months, I've been, and I've talked to Tamiya about this during our episode when we recorded that together, I was telling her how I will be having a completely normal conversation, but I am constantly in my head amping myself up for a goodbye or pocketing moments as if I'm saying goodbye to everything all the time. And this could be things from me just, you know, doing my morning routine and thinking, oh my gosh, there's only going to be so many more of these coming into work at 7 a.m. and making a small drink and making sure my laptop is charged, opening my emails, all of that. There's only going to be so much more of this. And I think I have a habit of saying goodbye before the goodbye is even necessary. I do it silently um, and internally. I'm constantly aware of how things are not going to stay permanent in this exact same way forever. And obviously some things do stay, right? But for the most part, I was so aware for the past, I think, three or four months that I was going to be saying goodbye to my workplace, which means to my students, to my work friends. And there's something really, it's just, it's like a total lack of control, I think, just knowing that along the horizon, it's approaching, it's looming, it's kind of just there in a distance. 
I have a habit of saying goodbye all the time just to myself. And here's the thing, right? Because there is such a big buildup in my brain of all the things and little footnotes I've collected throughout my days, weeks, months before I'm leaving somewhere, the goodbye in itself when it arrives seems mediocre. I don't know what to do because the magnitude of all of those little footnotes seems to fall short when it comes to just condensing it into a goodbye. As the days kind of went forward, just subtly, I didn't even remember this or I wasn't even conscious of this at the time, but I was trying to be more open and expressive and communicative towards people around me um, leading up to the days before the final day of school. The academic year officially ended for me and it's so weird to say that. In the days leading up to it, I felt myself becoming more kind of expressive and communicative and I let myself have less of a filter just to, I don't know, just to reach towards more people, I guess. And I know I only have so many hours of the day left with them or with anyone that I just passed by in the hallway or the office or anything like that. And so I felt like I was more honest, not that I wasn't honest already, but I felt myself just have less of a filter in terms of second guessing if I should say something or if I should communicate something or if I should just even express an emotion. It's been a really emotional week for me. There were just so many students who I care so much about and I'm saying goodbye to them and I don't know when I'll ever have, you know, a proper one-to-one conversation with them anymore or see them around or witness their hilarity in this moment. And they're all not, they're not going to stay the same either. Like their personalities will develop, they will grow, they'll like new things, they'll change, their social circles might change or grow or expand, or they might be more focused. I don't know. Change is a constant. So, My experience so far with goodbyes recently has been very saturated and very concentrated. I think what makes a goodbye uncomfortable is I don't know why I feel so ashamed of being so reminiscent or sentimental. And I feel like because it's a work environment, the sentimentality aspect of it, I try not to express that a lot because I feel like it will get in the way of me doing work or it will, it's not necessary. But someone, I don't remember who, um, walked by me and they're like, hey, and I was like, hi. Um, And they were like, are you getting really sad? I'm like, yeah, pretty sad, actually. I've been sad for quite a few months now. And so it's like I've hidden a goodbye for months and months and months. Like everything I've been doing has just been like a goodbye. When I asked you guys what makes a goodbye uncomfortable or awkward or maybe just something that you don't want to think about or do, one of you said that there is this pressure to get it right since there's not going to be any more chances to redo anything or, you know, a goodbye is a one-take thing. I kind of see it as like a one-take thing. And my friend May, she said that if it's a lengthy parting goodbye, it feels like the end of a chapter and it kind of feels wrong if it's brisk or rushed in any sort of way. It doesn't kind of reflect, I guess, the experience that you are saying goodbye to. And I think the whole week I've just been understanding that there is this sense of understanding that any experience you have is going to be so much richer than the goodbye that will follow. And that's what it is. It's always going to be like that. You cannot try and bottle up a goodbye and bottle it up with all the experiences and people and conversations and memories and everything that you've had into one go and just ship it off. It's always going to be lacking something or missing something. But yeah, I didn't cry. (laughs) Um, Usually goodbyes don't make me cry. It's more like 
the aftermath. Some of my students, they had a whole really cool exhibition of their year just to like close things off. It was really cool to see all of them just kind of reflect and talk about their experiences this year and learning. I think more than their academic achievements, it was really great for me to think about how they started the year and how a lot of them have changed throughout the year. It was like having a before and after in my brain. And I get really emotional in terms of seeing students grow and change because I always felt like I was so stagnant and just stale in terms of my growth when it came to me at their age or any growth I had or change I had wasn't exactly the most positive. It was always just like, okay, here's the next step. And I guess it's really healing for me to recognize that in them. And so I get really emotional just thinking about it. And I was talking with my work friends and like half the time, all we were talking about were just how how great and cool our experiences have been, like interacting with all of these people and learning all these things and also teaching things and everything's a snapshot shot at the moment it's cruel but it's also like we are walking museums with multiple exhibits and sometimes you know people are ready to say goodbye but then some people aren't ready to say goodbye and there's like a difference there were so many tears on like the final day of this class that i had and you know it was really it was it was i wanted to cry but um i managed to not cry i just ended up just kind of going home like i feel so weird and something's immediately missing i wish i savored every single moment rather than seeing every moment as a perishable i think a lot of us have this habit of a allowing the goodbye to overshadow moments that we can hold on to in terms of focusing on the present. And then someone said, goodbyes are like leaving a part of your life after it took time for it to be there in the first place. Like there it is again, right? There's like this imbalance of buildup of all of this accumulation of experience and joy and sadness and memory and worth and all of that. And then for all of it to suddenly just come to an end. It's like something that I, I still find it really hard to accept. I don't know. It's weird because it's also like the people that you're saying goodbye to and the places you're saying goodbye to are technically still out there, but they're not as central to your life anymore in the same way that they probably were. It's the possibility of it crossing paths with you again but the likelihood of it not being almost like an addition to that feeling of weirdness of like closure being just there. Let's talk about the difference between you leaving something and having to say goodbye. That and someone else leaving and them having to say goodbye and you having to say goodbye to them leaving. There are a few people I've said goodbye to in the past week that are not coming back and they're getting on a plane on a one-way ticket and they're not coming back. And I found it really hard to be the one to say goodbye to them because it's like, I'm really happy for your new adventure and I don't want them to be sad about it. I feel like goodbyes always have like a little bit of sadness in them and I never really know what to say. There's like a lot of pressure. Like, let's talk about that again. There's like a connection between pressure and stress and also how you say goodbye. Okay, so let's kind of consider, you know, how do we actually communicate a goodbye? For some of us, it's more wordy. Some of us have gifts or cards, just tokens of appreciation. And some of us just like a silent Irish exit, you know, where, I mean, I learned this term recently, but um, you don't want to make a big deal out of a goodbye. And so you just sort of quietly or silently slip away um, before anyone can really spotlight the fact that you're 
leaving or moving on, which I don't know. I feel like there is a blurred line there between an Irish exit and ghosting. I use this word really lightly because I don't know what else to replace it with. I personally feel a lot of guilt if I just leave somewhere without sort of signposting where I'm going or what I'm doing just really briefly or just giving a quick like nod of like a, I'm, I'm off. I personally struggle with hypotheticals like of no finality or closure for anything. So I try to help with that if other people might also have the same. But I also understand that goodbyes are just tricky and weird and off. They showed appreciation in other ways, just not during the time when they said goodbye, um, because goodbyes are weird. I think the most common way to say goodbye is obviously just saying goodbye, right? Like, just being like, hey, okay, bye, like, have a great life, or bye, see you whenever I see you. One thing that recently has helped me a lot in terms of saying goodbye to moments or you know, putting a stamp on a specific hangout or a scene and just bidding farewell is the way that goodbye can translate into another language. Juliet and I, I remember we were kind of in a fork in the road or at the path where like she would go one way and I would go another. I think I must have briefly just said like, goodbyes make me sad always. And she repeated goodbye, but in Chinese. And she said, that literally translates to see you again. And I was like, you know what? It does. Like that's, that's a good way to look at it. Looking at it like that was really helpful. You know, time is so precious for all of us, right? But I think especially when you are, when your social time comes from moments that aren't everyday moments. So for example, work friends are wonderful, but I do have friends who are not at the same workplace as me and those friendships take more kind of effort or responsibility on my part to reach out, to say yes to things. A lot of you guys said, you know, see you later, see you again, take care. Those are ways you say goodbye instead of such a final and determined declarative of like goodbye, right? And um, I think that's a really nice way to do that, just saying goodbye without using the words goodbye. On the subject of words, letters and notes or long texts are also a really common way that you guys have said you say goodbye. And I think something really nice about a letter is they thrive on delay in time, right? A letter is always one step behind the present and it's almost like a little footnote follows after or a little shadow or just something that is still there even after the moment is gone or the person is gone. And it's also a very tangible kind of thing, especially if it's a pen paper letter. I think that's what I really mean. It's really tangible if it's like that. They're also less demanding instantly. So if in-person words are, let's say, a cup of instant noodles, a letter that you send through the post or you hand over to somebody for them to read later is a little bit more like a labor of love dish that took a little bit more thought and care and time. They both could still be equally as meaningful. One of them definitely lets you have more thinking time and so there's less words left unsaid when it comes to a letter. I think this is where like we can plan so many ways to try and bid farewell to somebody but at the end of the day a farewell or a moment where you are waving goodbye will happen organically and it will just happen the way it happens because you feel you just kind of let it be. Another way that a goodbye is communicated is through crying and tears. We've been talking about how words are a thing, obviously, when it comes to saying bye. But sometimes that pressure 
to encompass everything that you've ever experienced or can be so overwhelming that it just translates into feeling and sensations and there are just no words and tears are not uncommon i think at the end of my last class last week i think i must have turned to one of my friends at work and i think i said now i feel like crying <laughs> we want to make a goodbye perfect this is so weird isn't that weird goodbyes happen all the time and we somehow put more pressure on certain goodbyes than others but i guess you know it doesn't matter how you word something it's like in the moment like the feeling matters more than the words my friend faye said i always like to tell friends that i'll see them later and that i love them because i didn't have that growing up so it's nice to say it to chosen family stop that's so cute and so true Isabel said, goodbye is always a moment of such intense vulnerability. When we say goodbye, we're often accepting that we will miss what has already happened deeply and admitting to missing things is a practice in accepting that we have to let go. I feel like if this entire topic has been in just this pile of tangled mess, branches and leaves and weeds and whatnot, Isabel has a way of getting like a shovel or just a pair of scissors, you know, a basket and just picking out things and giving just such insight on them from like a certain faraway big picture perspective. Yeah, like a goodbye is a vulnerable moment. We're admitting to caring really deeply about something and finding a lot of worth in something. And the fact that we want to say goodbye to something means that we care. And there was this Mary Oliver quote. I think it was a Mary Oliver quote. I'm going to double check this. And if it's not a Mary Oliver quote, I'm going to crop out me saying that it was a Mary Oliver quote, but I'm pretty sure it was. Joy is not made to be a crumb. And I read that only recently. And I think it was sent to me. I think Juliet sent that to me, actually. I have this personal habit of just always seeing everything as a perishable. And I don't know where that comes from. I mean, I kind of know where that comes from, but I also wish I stopped doing that. I myself also struggle with living in the moment, and I think that's okay for me to admit. It's really hard for you to do that. It's a skill. It's a life skill. Joy is not made to be a crumb. And I think following that entire thing is what Isabel is basically saying here. And it's really good to look at it that way. We're constantly moving on and we're really fast paced. And I think especially in my city, there's barely any time to breathe. And I feel like whenever I see small moments and I kind of pocket them, I know I will forget them so fast and it sucks. So yeah, joy is not made to be a crumb. I think that's a really good way to end on this. I'm glad to know that this is not something that I experience alone in terms of a goodbye feeling really heavy. Sometimes I find that sometimes where we won't kind of bid a formal farewell to people is because we believe that we will see them again and we will cross paths again. And I think that's a nice way to kind of look at it. I am going to say goodbye to you for this episode. Thank you so much for listening and for cycling your thoughts on goodbyes and how weird they are, how awkward they could be, or how meaningful they could be in other ways that are not conventional. I think the fact that it took me a while to talk about this tells you where I'm at with saying goodbye to things. I'll talk to you again soon. Wholeheartedly, Clara.